I'm going to minister on, we're going to continue our words on shaken. And uh, I want to speak about, they spoke the word of God with boldness. And it's amazing, I never even talked to Pastor Mike about what I'm preaching about. We've been talking about what we're going to be doing, but, uh, but I'm going to be preaching about, and he called for testimonies. And every testimony was a testimony of how they spoke the word with boldness, how they prayed with boldness. Amen? Between Sister Ellen and, 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 and uh, Brother Chris, who just spoke the word in boldness to the young man. And look what happened so many years later. I remember my brother was a bus driver in New York City. And uh, he would, uh, he just retired, by the way. He just retired from being uh, pastoring his church in New York. And uh, he's taking it easy for a while. But anyway, uh, he used to uh, drive a bus in New York City, and he'd just minister to everybody and talk to everybody. And one day, uh, he stopped the bus. There was a, a man drunk in the middle of the road. And he picked him up. And the people started screaming on the bus. You know, pick up this guy. What are you, crazy? about? He picked him up, and uh, he told him to sit next to him, you know, right there on the bus. And after he let everybody off, he says, uh, I want to pray for you. The guy knelt down and he prayed for him. And he just got off the bus. And my brother was an elder in the church at some 10 years later, was it, man? I think about 10 years later, this guy, beautifully dressed, nice, came up to him. He said, do you remember me? He said, no, I don't remember you. He said, I'm the guy you prayed for on the bus. And he was ministering the word of the Lord. So, it goes right along. You never know what God's going to do. You never know who you're going to meet. Amen? You never know who you're going to say a word to. A word of encouragement. Oh, here she comes. Come on, girl. She has something to say this morning. You need my mic? We can share. Yes. Good morning. I love you guys. You're talking about boldness. Um, I was praying about giving a short little word this afternoon at 4 o'clock at the ladies' meeting. And I really didn't know what he was speaking about. And so um, God kept on saying boldness. I said, okay, I'll do boldness then. And then the next thing is, Al knows, Christine Baranello sent me an email it's Christine Wood now. And she sent me an email and she says to me, Mary, I just want to thank you. I, I don't have it. It's on my phone. I want to thank you. She said that you had a boldness to tell me about the Lord Jesus Christ. And she was around 14, 15 years old at that time. She was going out with my son. And so when she wrote this here and she says, you know, Mary, you had such boldness. She said that everything that breathed. She says you were down there, you know, there telling them about Jesus. So anyhow, she says, I want to thank you. And then she says, I want to go on and have that same boldness, you know, for my family. But, you know, God is just absolutely great. You know, even to put together that speaking on, for me to speak on boldness, saying not knowing what he's speaking on and it was confirmed, I just want to thank the Lord because he is in control of all things, and he just allows us. 
Lord God, just to walk in his steps. And if you're walking in his steps, the spirit is going to work through you. Anyhow, God bless you all. <laughs> Amen. 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 Well, they spoke the word of God with boldness. Amen. How many know, well, we just, uh, just spoke about it here in uh, the message from the pastors that prayer coupled with fasting, whether it's one day uh, a fast or one meal a fast, but prayer, which is uh, coupled with fasting, creates something. It creates a spiritual atmosphere. It creates a spiritual atmosphere for the hunger of God and a corporate all church expectation and that expectation is for the future what we see ahead of us what we want to see the church go to uh, go to uh, how we're going to reach the world amen Uh, the the word of god came across over my life and over this church's life just two weeks ago about even more flags that will be up here from different countries so uh, Just that alone, we're going to be out there and we're going to be ministering the word of God. So it's for our future. And we do it with faith for the things we are praying to happen as we position ourselves for God to speak to us. And not only does he need to speak to us, but he needs to speak to us clearly. We need to be able to hear what the Spirit is saying. Amen? That's what I uh, spoke on last week. And these are important days. If you don't think they're important days, then nobody's looking uh, at the news and nobody's (laughs) watching TV or seeing what's going on around them. These are important days. They're important days for your family. Come on, saints. They're important days for your friends. They're important days for your job. We don't even know if you're going to have a job tomorrow the way they talk. But they're important days. They're important days for your family, for your friends, for your job, for your business if you have one, for your church, for our country. They're important days for our country. They're important days for our community. Amen? These are important days for this, this season that you are in right now of your life. They are important days. And God desires something. He desires to guide you. He wants to direct your steps. How many want to follow him as he directs your steps? He wants to open new doors. Open new doors of opportunity. Open new doors for people to minister and able to share with your family and share with your loved ones. He wants to put his hand upon you to bless you. Amen. Amen. How many, he wants to favor you. And he wants to fill you. How many believe that this morning? Let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for the great testimonies that we've heard this morning. We thank you, Lord God, that you're meeting people's needs and you're healing. And you're touching their lives. You're putting families back together. You're putting friendships back together as we've heard from Brother Chris and different people that were coming to your life and all that is coming back together. Lord God, there's something that you're doing in this season. 
And we want to be ready for that. And we want to be able to speak the word and pray with boldness. And believe by faith that these things will happen. So Lord God, we ask your blessings on this word that's about to be ministered this morning. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. So in this message today that I'm going to be ministering on, I'm going to deal with how God shakes the world around us by something very important. And a young lady that's sitting over here shared something with me. Uh, she was studying on the words we speak. We went out to lunch and she says, that's what I've been studying. So how many know how God shakes the world around us by the words that we speak? That's what I want to talk about, the words that we speak. Because words have power. And God's word is above all words. And words have power, but if you use God's word, it's above all other words. We need to pray, and we need to speak God's word over our lives. We need to pray and speak God's word over our lives, daddies and husbands, over our families. Come on. If you're in a business, over your business, we need to pray them over our church, and we need to pray it over our circumstances. Because too many people don't pray boldly over their circumstances and speak faith into their circumstances. They just get discouraged, they get moody, they get... Because they don't want to speak it over their circumstances. Come on, saints. And we need to speak boldly over the circumstance. Because we have an eye gate. We have an ear gate. Comes in here, what we see here, what we hear here. And we have a mouth gate. Come on, saints, we have an eye gate, we have an ear gate, and our mouth gate, these are all entrances of faith. What we see, what we hear, what we speak. We want to see faith, we want to hear faith, and we want to speak faith. So if they're entrances of faith, it must be used by the Holy Spirit. In Acts 4.31, which is the scripture we've been using... The last part of it says what? Everybody, they spoke the word of God. Powerful spirit-driven prayer consists of a mouth that's filled with bold declarations from the word of God. Words of power, come on saints. Words of faith, words of healing, and words of blessing. We just speak. They spoke the word of God with boldness when they came together. When they had prayed, the place where they had gathered, where they had assembled together was shaken. Something happened. It was shaken. And it would have shaken they were all filled then with the Holy Spirit, which we spoke on last week. They got filled with the Holy Spirit. And you know what happened? Come on. They spoke 
Hallelujah. We need to pray the words of God with faith and think about it and repeat it over and over again. And we need to meditate on the Word of God. And we need to speak it. We need to speak healing into that thing. Not just, well, hallelujah, you're healed. Come on, we need to speak it. I claim that healing. I believe that healing. I want you all, if you can, would say this with me. Did, we, uh, did you put this up, the declaration, Brother Bob? There we go. Say this with me, if you all, all together. I have been moved by the power of God to shake off unwanted things, to break through obstacles, to rise up by faith and invade the impossible and to open my mouth to declare faith declarations. Hallelujah. Now, how many know there's a... uh, Connection between the heart and the mouth. I've shared this before in the Greek. When they talk about the heart and the mouth, and they talk about the word, they talk about how the mind (coughs) is the male and the heart's the female. So that's how the Greeks looked at it. So when you put it in here, it goes in here. The seed of what you're thinking about goes in the heart and then out. Because out of the heart, the mouth. So we have to watch what we look at. We have to watch what we hear. And we have to watch what comes out of our mouth. Because it's going to come up here, and it's going to come in here, and it's going to come out of here. Hallelujah. Romans 10, verse 8 and 10. 8 to 10. It says, the word is near you. In your mouth and in your heart. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart... That God has raised him and raised him from the dead, you will then be what? Saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth what is made? Confession is made unto salvation. In Psalms nineteen fourteen he said, The words, let the words of your of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Let the meditation, let what I think in my heart be acceptable to you, God. Not let me think about bad things about somebody. Let not me think about this about somebody. Let not me think. Let me meditate on some good things in my heart that's acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, because you're my strength and you're my redeemer. In Psalm 73, you have tested my heart. You have visited me in the night. You have tried me and have found nothing. I have purposed that my mouth shall not transgress. How about you going to get some good sleep? 
Oh, yeah, your mouth transgress. You know what they're doing? So, what's in your heart this morning? Is there fear in your heart? Is there discouragement in your heart? Or is there faith in your heart? What's in your heart? What's in our hearts? Because the word of God, or, the, or is it the word of God or the mindset of the world? Is the word of God inside of you, in your heart, in your mind, or is it the problems of the Congress? Or the problems of the political system? Or the problems of the Senate? Or the problems of the church? Or the problems of so-and-so? Oh, it got quiet. What are we thinking on? Oh, we're thinking on the word of God. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's my healer. He's my provider. He's the great Elijah. He's the wheel in the middle of the wheel. He's the rose of Sharon. Hallelujah. He's the great God. Hallelujah. He's my provider. Not the government. Not the Senate. Not sequester. He's my provider. He's my all in all. Come on, somebody needs to say amen this morning. Is it the word of God or the mindset of the world? Are we reading this or watching that? Because this is the eye gate. The ear gate. We can get caught up. We can get caught up and then forget about this. And worry about, you know, if somebody's born here or not born here. When God is the answer. Hallelujah. He's the answer. Oh, don't let me get up. Jesus. Because Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep your heart. Not with little diligence. But with all diligence, because out of it spring what? The issues of life. Watch your heart. Because that's where life starts. It's in your heart. It's here. Deuteronomy 8.3 Man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by what? Every word. That what? Comes out of his mouth. But every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. So what's in your heart? Fear of faith. The word of God or the mindset of the world? We need to guard your heart with powerful praying. We can't be scared. We can't be defeated, and we can't be taken captive by negative words. Words that do not align with Scripture. Words that tear down. Words that destroy. 
Come on, you know, I'll be doing a wedding next week. They're here. And, you know, and I, tell, I, t- I tell them at the wedding, you want to know how to raise your kid? Look at it here. You want to know how to save money? Look in here. You want to know how to treat people? Look in here. You want to know how to treat your wife? Look in here. You want to treat your husband? Look in here. It's all here. It's all here. Guys are making money, like Robbins. He's all out of here. He just gives a big smile and making millions of dollars on TV. But it's all in here. It's the same words that are in here. Come on. Come on. You want to learn anything? It's here. You know, I read this story here. During the Boer War, there was a man was once court-martialed and sentenced to a year's imprisonment for speaking negative words. His town was under siege, and he was walking along the lines. How many know we're under siege? We're under siege. So they're under siege, and he was walking along the, the lines, and he was speaking discouraging negative words to the men that were on duty. We'll never make it. We're losers. I don't know what's happening. The economy's bad. I don't know what's going on. We're, that's, that's what he was doing. That's what he was telling them. He struck no blow for the enemy. He didn't shoot a gun. He didn't do anything. Not one. He was just negative. Hello? He was just negative. Discouraging and critical. That's what he was. And the court-martial judged it a crime to speak disheartening words in an hour like that. We are in an hour that God, and we need to speak some positive things. We need to speak some great things with the word of God. Come on. He's your provider. He's your healer. He's your all in all. Come on. We don't need to listen to the news. We don't have to be discouraged. We need to just get into the word of God and start speaking the word of God. Because in Proverbs 6, 2, it says you are snared. You are trapped by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. You can trap yourself, saints, in your own words. Trap yourself. Snare yourself in your own words. Whatever you do, don't say what will snare you. Don't say what will trap you. You know, we hear things like, I will never get through this. I don't know how it's going to, I'm not going to ever make it. We hear words like, I will lose my strength. I can't take no more. Come on. Or we hear, I can't see God anywhere in this situation. This is just a hopeless situation. You are getting snared by your own words. It's hopeless. We'll never make it. I don't see how it's going to happen. We'll never grow. We're going the wrong way. For my mouth will speak truth because wickedness is an abomination to my lips. Set a guard 
O Lord, over my mouth, over the door of my lips. Lord, you're going to have to do something. You feel yourself or you see yourself going that way? Just do Psalm 14, 141, verse 3. Lord, set a guard. Set a guard over this. Set a guard over my mouth. Go on, stop me. Keep watch over the door of, this, of these lips. Keep watch. <laughs> yeah, I was a police officer for 20 years, and Chris knows the same thing. We could say anything we wanted. God trained us a different way. He taught the Lord. <laughs> can't do that no more, Phil. You can't do that no more, Chris. Come on. Because he who guards his mouth, you know what happens? Preserves his life. But he who opens wide, and opens his mouth real wide, and his lips right there, comes destruction. See, when we focus on negative thoughts and then say negative words, you know what happens? We build a stronghold. And we build a strong low, a stronghold in our minds, and this stronghold is built of hopelessness, of unbelief, of fear. You know, I could have put all that, when our daughter got cancer, we could have all put that in our minds. Hopelessness, fear, think the worst. But you know what? We had to keep it in our hearts and our minds and in our lips when we prayed. She is healed. God, God's going to touch her. Healed. Every single day. That's what I pray. Every single day. Come on, saints. Well, you know, it's hopeless. Mm. That's unbelief. Can't do that. Powerful prayers are faith and word declarations. I know one of our elders knows that very well, Brother Eldon. I'm looking at him because this is what he does. This is his life. That's his life. Faith declarations. Because there is a powerful spiritual chemistry when we pray the word of God boldly. Something happens. In Joshua 1 8, it stated, The book of the law shall not what? Not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. That means at night you should be meditating on the Word of God. You know, take out the Psalms, take out the Proverbs, and stop meditating on them. Amen, saints? That you may observe to do according to what? To all that is written in it. Because then you will make your way prosperous. And you'll also have some good success. Amen? In 2 Corinthians 4.13, it says that since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed. 
Do you believe? Speak. Then I spoke. I believed. Then I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. The spirit of faith is the Holy Spirit moving on our spirit. We have then a new attitude or outlook of faith. And then we declare the absolute greatness and faithfulness of God. We put it in our heart. We fill our mouth. It is on our lips. It is in us. The word of God, saints, is our bread. It's our life. It's our strength. It is true, supernatural, and faithful. Can anybody say amen this morning and give the Lord some praise? Powerful praying declares and personalizes the word of God. It personalizes it to you. Because we need to speak our prayers with a spirit of faith, a bold spirit of believing, and say what we believe standing on the words that we speak. Let me tell you something, saints. Nothing closes the believer's mouth like unbelief. But unbelief here closes this. Psalm 107.2, let the redeemed, we sing this song, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, say so, say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Let the Lord, come on, saints, let the redeemed, come on, you the redeemed here this morning? Let's say, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let those delivered by the Lord speak out, say so, shout out, open up your mouth and say it. We need to say things that bring life and joy and healing. And I'll say, you are my God. You are my God. Psalm 31, 14. But as for me, I trust you, O Lord. I say you are my God. You see, when you focus on God, not on your problem, God goes greater and your problems grow smaller. And I say, let the Lord be magnified. Hallelujah. Psalm 35, 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad who favor righteous causes. And let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Praise him continually. And I say, how awesome, how awesome God is your works. We need to focus on God's awesome works. In Psalm 66, 3, say to God, how awesome are your works, how great are they? Though the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. Come on. And I say, you are my refuge. 
And you are my fortress. Psalm 91, 2. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and He is my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. We need to put our trust in God. And I say, Your mercy, hallelujah, Your mercy endures forever. Psalm 118, 2. Let Israel now say, His mercy endures forever. And I say again, You have spoken and you have fulfilled. Filled. First Kings 8.24, you have kept what you promised your servant David, my father. You have both spoken with your mouth and fulfilled it with your head as it is this day. How many of those saints? He will do what he says. And I say, your kingdom come and your will be done today. Matthew 6.10, your kingdom come this morning. Your will be done on earth. Hallelujah. As it is in heaven. And I say the Lord is on my side. And I will not fear this morning. The all-powerful God is on our side this morning. And I say the Lord is my confidence. And I will not slip this morning. Hallelujah. The Lord's going to keep you from falling. And I say this morning. Those who seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Will not lack any good thing. Psalm 34.10. The young lions lack and suffer hunger. But those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. The righteous have never been forsaken. Those are things that need to come out of our mouth. Hallelujah. Lastly, saints, I want you all to say this together with me. These three faith declarations for our future. You say it with me. We all could do it together. Number one. That's all. One, two, three. I pray and declare by faith my future is God filled and God blessed. Number two. I pray and declare by faith my future is filled impossible made possible. Somebody needs to hear this. Somebody needs to hear this. Last one. Together. I pray and declare by faith my future will fulfill God's purpose and vision. Amen. Everybody say amen and give the Lord praise offering this morning. Come on, let's praise Him.